This is Rennie Kanaw for ChampionshipBBQ.tv, and you're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Start the game! Let's go! We'll do it live. Okay. Well, do it live! I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live! So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike your match, and... Oh. Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. The barbecue capital of the North Coast, and dare I say, a city that has finally seen a Cleveland Browns victory. It's Cleveland, Ohio. I'm your program host, Greg Rippey. Happy to have you aboard here. Great show for you in tow. If you want to jump in this evening, it's a phone call, 216-220-0966. You can also email the show if you would like to do that. You can get in touch with the show by sending an email to greg at bbqcentralshow.com or on the Twitter and Instagrams at bbqcentralshow. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com, and here's what's happening. Coming up in about 12 minutes from now, a first-timer to the show, if you are a lover of the Food Network and the programming that they put on, And you're going to be very excited, especially if you are a follower of the live fire cooking and grilling and all that stuff. Because I have one half of the duo that goes by the name of Grill Dads. You saw them on season one. Well, actually, I think initially you saw them on Guy's Big Project. They, I don't know if they won it or if they got a TV offer. I know the barbecue guy also got a TV offer as well on the Food Network, but. Now they're in the second season. I believe it started end of July, so I don't know if they're still showing new episodes or not. We'll catch up with him on that as well. I will be joined by none other than Mark Anderson, first-timer to the show, part of or half of Grill Dance. So always excited to have Food Network stars. Uh, Counting the next Food Network star, that will be the first one. (laughs) So, Mark, no pressure. You're the first Food Network star I've had on the show. Uh, from a show standpoint, like Ray Lampy and uh, I believe some of the other folks have showed up, like Chris Lilly. Did they do some big barbecue contest where famous Dave like broke his ankle running to a refrigerated truck? Still suffering from that? Still, I'm not laughing at Dave, but it was like eight years ago, and he's still hobbling around because of that contest where they made him run. Barbecue guys aren't known for being fleet of foot. I think Famous Dave would be the first guy to say, you know, I'm probably not looking to get into a sprint. And he broke a stick right there. And he muscled through. They did really well in that contest as well. Anyway, Mark Anderson in about 11 minutes from now. Then we'll move into the 35 past segment. 
And we will be rejoined by a friend of the show, sponsor of the show. A lot of stuff going on as it relates to Smithfield that we're going to to get into. Not the least of which, which is the upcoming Smithfield Classic this coming weekend in Richmond, Virginia. So we'll touch on that just a bit. Also, we'll talk about the 2019 version of the Committed Cooks program and the 2019 Smithfield Grant program, both of those being reinstalled for next year. Actually active right now as far as being able to sign up for both the Grant and Committed Cooks program. So you're going to want to take advantage of that, but we'll learn about what is staying the same and what might be changing in a good way on those two programs. And then we'll dedicate the balance of that segment to the new Smithfield National Barbecue Championship that they unveiled at the American Royal a couple weeks ago. So Belinda Hammond coming up 35 past the hour. Then we'll move into the second hour, and you know it, you love it. It's the fourth Tuesday of the month in the second hour. It's the Embedded Correspondence segment. I will be joined by the fellow gentleman from Texas, Doug Scheiding, longest-running correspondent of the show. Then I will also be joined by Tennessee correspondent Steve Ray, who is also quite a wig maniac from what I understand. David Huff is out this evening taking care of some personal matters, so we tip our hat to Dave. Hope everything is being taken care of there in Oklahoma. In place of Dave, we will have the producer of the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less, uh, less, and sometimes show contributor here on this show. He was the phone screener for a while when we were trying to beta test that piece of crap software that didn't end up working out. John Solberg from Michigan. The gentleman from Michigan, or the state up north, as we say here in Ohio, because we hate to say Michigan, mostly because we don't like the University of Michigan. If you're a Buckeye fan, if you're not into that, who cares? So John will be filling in for David Huff this week, or this month, for the Embedded Correspondent segment. And on the agenda this evening, I love to talk about Halls of Fame, and it was pitched to me, and I said, hey, let's run with it. Best Barbecue Central Guests Hall of Fame. Recurring. Semi-recurring, one-off. Each of us have been generating a list of names that we're going to be going over, and we'll ballyhoo and go back and forth and all that stuff. So, Hey, Rancher Uncle from Germany is in. Danke schön, was ist schenken? schon, and all that stuff that I can't recall right off the top of my head. I'm pretty bilingual when it comes to German. Um Jeden Tag und jeden Nacht, was soll ich schenken? Jeden Tag und jeden Nacht, uh, was soll ich schenken? I just said that twice in a row. There was something else I was supposed to say. It's one of my favorite songs coming up in college. Was soll ich schenken? Download it. It is on Spotify. You'll know what I'm talking about. So that's what's on tap. If you want to hit me, 216-220-0966. Email greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Hey, look at this. Uh, Jamie is in, and he's leaving OBR to go back to Flatwood. What is that? Flat Rock Wood Room after a great week in Wilmington. That's what I should be highlighting. OBR. Okay. Thank you, Jamie. OBR. If you're not contributing, you should be. Are you following me socially? Please do hit me on Instagram at BBQ Central Show on the Twitter at BBQ Central Show. Obviously, if you're watching here, Facebook Live, you found me. 
slash BBQ Central Show. And let's get right to the contest announcement as it was unveiled yesterday. If you follow me on Instagram, this is now both for the live listener and the podcaster. You will need to have an Instagram account for this. So if you hate social media, you're probably not going to be able to participate because of the prerequisite of having an IG account. But that's not on me. That's on you. So go find the post that we put up yesterday that has the picture of the Bubba gear, Bubba Burger gear. Then click on my bio link. And the first thing that shows up in that thing called the link tree is a link that will send you over to the iTunes review section. Leave a review of the show in iTunes and use the hashtag contest. Okay, you have all week to do it. Seven complete days starting right now all the way until the end of the show next week. All you have to do is click on that iTunes link right there in my bio tree or link tree, whatever the hell you call it. It's right there at the top. Once you get into iTunes, leave me a review. This doesn't count if you already tried to do it like a number of months ago because we're using the hashtag contest hashtag. So if you want your chance to win a really cool shirt, a hat, and an apron, by the way, did I mention you get a free box of Bubba Burgers? Yeah. That's right, baby. Free box of Bubba Burgers on top of the gear. Thanks to Bubba Burger for donating that. So all you have to do is leave me a review at your leisure over the course of the week. Okay? Just use the hashtag or just use hashtag contest at the end or somewhere in that post. So as we go back through at the end of the show next Tuesday, we need to pick out all the names that did it, and we'll dump them all in a hat, and I'll video you know, one of my daughters pulling a name out of the hat. Trust me, it's all above board here. We're meeting all the rules and regulations, and you'll get a cool hat, t-shirt, and apron, and a free pack of Bubba Burgers. They did send two vouchers. I used one myself just to make sure that the voucher worked, so we're all good there. So the winner will get a free pack of Bubba Burgers, a hat, an apron, and a t-shirt. So if you've never tried them, if you're on the fence, and I don't know why you would be, here's a great way to try and win free Bubba Burgers, courtesy of the show. Get on it. You have until next week. That's October 2nd in order to win. By the way, can I tell you right now in promotion, October 2nd's first guest I am so pumped up for. So pumped up. By the way, if you've been keeping track, a month has passed almost since Ray Lampy was on, and he was giving us a, a guarantee open date of October 3rd. So we'll see. We'll see now. Get into the Instagram. Leave me an iTunes link and use hashtag contest during that review that you leave me. Mark Anderson of Grilling uh, Grill Dads coming up out of the break. Attention, anyone who loves sausage and barbecue, established in 1882, you know who I'm talking about, right? Southside Market and Barbecue, the oldest joint in Texas. They've been owned and operated by the same family for three generations, famous for the original beef sausage. Coarse ground and a natural pork casing, unique taste, love it, authentic Central Texas barbecue as well to go along with the sausages. All meats, including the prime briskets, slow, low smoked for many hours over Texas post oak wood. Shipping nationwide via the online store, southsidemarket.com. 
and they ship fresh and smoked sausages nationwide. Shipping customers can choose to order now and ship later. Include a custom gift note to your special loved one and mail multiple addresses without additional charges, saving you money and being efficient. That's nice. All shipped items vacuum sealed to ensure freshness and ease of preparation for the customer. Shipped with dry ice to ensure complete freshness. Upon arrival, all meats processed in that on-site USDA inspected facility. All the meats at the markets for fresh and smoked products can be custom ordered as well. They got two restaurants for you to try out. Elgin, Texas since 1882. Bastrop is the most recent. Since 2014, grocery distribution through Texas and many surrounding states. Here's the payoff. 10% off coupon code for online orders. When you use code BBQ Central, all lowercase and one word, BBQ Central. Go to southsidemarket.com. Get that beef sausage. Get the sausage slammers. Get the cheddar jalapeno sausage. Get a brisket. Get ribs. Get all that stuff. And then save 10% on me. Again, it's coupon code BBQ Central when you go to southsidemarket.com and check out there. Mark Anderson coming up out of the break. Stick around. We'll be right back. Casting live from the Barbecue Central Show Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Butcher's Barbecue, makers of award-winning injections, marinades, rubs, seasonings, barbecue sauces, dare I say grilling oil. All the Butcher Barbecue products have been tested on the competition circuit as well as in my backyard. Be the pit master of your neighborhood. Visit ButcherBBQ.com to stock up now. Always trust your butcher. All right, my first guest tonight can be seen on L Food Network, co-hosting their show, The Grill Dads, with his best bud, Ryan Fay. You know him? Sure. Tonight, we'll be talking about how he got into the biz, as well as some other live-fire cooking topics. So... Without further ado, let's go ahead and race to the Traeger Grills hotline and welcome first-timer to the show and half of the Grill Dads, Mark Anderson, joining me here. Mark, how are you, buddy? Good, how are you? I'm doing absolutely fabulous, Mark. Appreciate you making time for the show this evening. And I guess before we dive into some of the TV stuff and all the cool, popular things that everybody wants to know about, of course, uh, since it's the first time on the show, little background on you, um, you know, personal stuff, professional stuff, and then I guess, where does the love of the live fire get sparked? Bad pun, I know, but, uh, you know, always interested in that stuff. I'll give you the quick version. Yeah. Um, I've loved to cook ever since I was, you know, maybe six years old. I remember waking up one morning at six in the morning and going outside. My grandfather was cooking pork chops on a Weber kettle grill, and uh, I was hooked. Um, So, uh, myself and Ryan Fay, my sidekick, I only say it as sidekick cause he's not on here. Right. Um, but my, my partner in crime, he's, uh, he and I have worked in advertising for a very long time. He's actually still doing that. And in the beginning, we got a lot of opportunities to be creative. Um, we could do fun things and come up with ideas for brands and shoot content. 
And as the agency grew and as we got a little older, we were kind of out of the creative side. Um, and we wanted to match that up with our love for cooking um, in Los Angeles. I, I live in Idaho now, in uh, Eagle, Idaho right now. But we would do guest executive chef takeovers of restaurants, uh, everything from barbecue to uh, Ohio chic to Sunday Italian supper. Um, and then so we took our love of creating content, doing creative stuff, our love of cooking and came up with the concept of the grilled ads. Do you say Ohio chic? Yeah, we both. Uh, Faye is from Ohio, and I lived there for about ten years. So we did. Uh, we brought uh, Midwest chic to California. It was it was awesome. I don't know if you heard or not, but I'm uh, broadcasting live from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, nice work. That's right. Uh, also, I believe was Ryan was a graduate of Ohio University. He went to or Ohio did he University. Go there? I went to the Ohio State University. Right. So as we know, Ohio University, oldest university in Ohio, eighteen oh four. Proud Bobcat ninety seven, by the way. Thank you. Nice. So where do you guys meet? Um, so, you know, I won't go too deep into this, but Ohio, Ohio University, uh, I, I was at Ohio State. There's a band called Red One and Blue that still plays in Cleveland all the time. Yes. Um, I was tour managing those guys and working with them. And they were good friends with Faye at OU. So every time we went down there, we'd hang out. And then Faye left Ohio to go to New York City and got a job right out of college. And anytime the band had a show in New York, we'd crash on his couch. So when does the TV, th- I mean, obviously, as you mentioned, you were doing advertising, you have a love of cooking, you're trying to parlay both together. Is the big break, if you will, this guy's big project thing? Or did you have other stuff already on the horizon? Um, so we decided to create the show called the grilled ads. The first season was going to be the search for California barbecue. We were going to hit the road in California, go out and define what California barbecue is. There's more people eating barbecue in California. There's more sunny days for the grilling and the barbecue than any other state. It all ladders up, but everything out there is Kansas city style, Memphis style, Texas style. It didn't really have his own identity. So we created the show. We made a trailer. We called some of our production buddies that create content for commercials for brands and said, hey, help us shoot this thing. And we took it out onto Indiegogo. And the plan was to go out on Indiegogo and try and get a proof of concept. We actually didn't even want to take everyone's money and use it to make the show. But we thought we were going to get someone like, you know, maybe Vox or, you know, so, some other online platforms yep. or maybe some endemic brands. Uh, in the grill space that would be interested in doing it. Uh, we made the video, took it out, and I sent it to Mark Summers, um, who had a show on the Food Network for 17 years, but his biggest claim to fame. It's double uh, Dare. It, double Dare. Of course. It's coming back out. Challenge. It's coming back out, I heard. So, um, yeah, it is back out. It's a, It was the number one rated kids show this year. It's awesome, and he's back on it. So congrats to our buddy Mark. No doubt. So uh, we sent it to him, and he called us that day, and he said, you two idiots are hilarious. I'd love to meet with you. Uh, we met with them, and then we uh, two weeks later, we were at Guy's house uh, talking about the future, and he invited us to participate in a show called Guy's Big Project. And we said, that's awesome, and no thank you. Uh, really? We were Why? real nervous. Of, we didn't want to be on a reality show. It's like 42 years old. we got families. Yeah, but isn't and, that you know, isn't that like the demographic of any TV show now? It's pretty much reality, whether it's real, real reality or scripted reality. Guys that are, I mean, I'm 44 years old. I mean, we're all the same age. I mean, if you look at the successful reality shows, they're our age, maybe even older. I mean, you look at like uh, 
uh, the, that fishing show. I mean, the Kardashians got to be 70 years old. I mean, this is kind of like the wheelhouse. Yeah, well, with if your sidekick looks like Faye, you can't go the Kardashians. Good looking route. It's just never going to take. But for us, you know, the, the big thing was when I say reality show, to me, there's a big difference between reality and unscripted. So Diners, Drive-Ins and Dives is unscripted, um, but it's not a reality show. A reality show to me would be Diners, Drive-Ins and Dives followed up by a camera going back into his dressing room being like, hey, what was it like being with that guy or All what's right. happening with their family, that sort of crap. Yep. So um, we didn't want to get into a situation where it was like, you know, hey, you guys need to – we're going to wake you up at 3 in the morning and you have to get in a food truck and find the latitude and longitude of the can opener to make a tuna fish sandwich and then sell it to somebody. Like if something like that happened, I would just get in an Uber and go to the airport and they'd never see me again. <laughs> um, so, you know, guy came back to us and, and he said, you know, look, it's, it's Project Greenlight meets the next Food Network star. Um, and uh, it's going to be a, a great way for you guys to learn even if you don't win. It'll be an awesome opportunity. It'll be like going to, you know, learn it. So Faye and I, we called it going to dad camp. Um, and I, I think, you know, he's uh, uh, got a great job um, in advertising. He founded a, an, an ad agency. I own my own company now in Idaho. And we're in a good place in our in our lives. So we're able to go out there and just have fun. Um, and I think that actually gave us a huge advantage to win the show, um, which we did, along with our barbecue brother, Rashad. Right. Um, and, you know, because we, we really had nothing to lose. We're just like, hey, let's go have fun and see where this goes for three weeks. I mean, so the, the question that everybody wants to ask is, are you guys making a lot of money being on the Food Network? I mean, I, I would hazard a guess and say no, because you still have like real jobs. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, it's interesting. We're, we're contractually obligated to not even tell you that we're contractually obligated to not talk about it. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, you're, but you're on <laughs> the network, relaxed. right? That's weird. Yeah, it's just, try and keep up. That was yeah. a weird one. Wow. Um, no, you know, the, the, for us, it was never about that. And that was one of the reasons why when we first heard about Guys Big Project, we weren't interested. Because we said we don't want to be on TV just for the sake of being on TV, which some reality people do. We want our show to be on TV. Um, and then when it became clear to us that this was a legitimate opportunity for us to either get our show on TV or get good enough to make a show that could get on TV, we jumped on board. Food Network is obviously the biggest food platform that is currently existing out there. It's still dominant. You still have a lot of the standby personalities. Some have faded off into the sunset at this point, but then you have other ones that have been there for you know, 10, 15, Bobby Flay is still there. I think uh, Giada, my favorite is Ina, of course. Um, that's a whole different diatribe for a different day, and I could tell you why I would marry her in a second over any other woman on the Food Network. Jeffrey's a lucky man. Uh, you're damn right he is. Like, obviously, I don't have to convince you. but um, So aside from getting the exposure on the Food Network, what did you think that was different or what was the Grill Dad's value proposition to the Food Network in order to get on and be successful? I mean, the main there there was a few value propositions. I, I think the main one is we're two regular guys, um, and you know we're food enthusiasts. So you know we we take classes on how to butcher an entire side of cow. We do cooking classes. We teach classes. We we're students of the game. We're constantly trying to learn and get better. So um, you know we're we're pretty avid enthusiasts in the food world, and we are the viewers of the food network. So the, the food network, it was a guy said it best is super succinct. He's like, your job as a host on the food network is to connect the audience with the food, 
right? And we do that through a lens which is totally relatable because um, although we know what we're talking about, we have a lot of experience in the food world, we're not uh, cordon bleu trained chefs who have James Beard restaurants, um, which is another interesting way to go at it. But I, I, you know, I think what people like about us is it's, it's relatable. It seems that over time that the Food Network has gotten away from those type of people that you had just mentioned, the chefs or classically trained or degreed people, and they want, I guess, what you would term a cook. And I guess you and Ryan are probably right in that wheelhouse. You said you're super foodies. You have that knowledge. Now, look, I probably don't have to tell you, when it comes to barbecue and grilling, it's a whole subset or subculture where the people are very passionate. Everybody feels like they know everything. So from that aspect, you being on television kind of puts you up as being an easy target. Do you have to field a lot of hate and you don't know what you're talking about and oh if it was me i would be way better than you kind of stuff yeah but you know it's it's actually we you know one of my one of our favorite segments on late night television is mean tweets where people get to read the the mean stuff that people send them right i mean we really get a kick out of it you know we have the um we're, we're really confident in where we're at um we're really happy with where we're at and you know we really look at it if someone posts something that's super hateful it's like you almost feel bad for them because it's like, what's, you know, what is so bad in your life that you decided to log on to the internet, find us, go to a post, create a post, and then say something incredibly negative. You know, we, um, we kind of, uh, we take it pretty lighthearted. Like, um, the other day someone, you know, we posted a branded video on Facebook that we did with, with a brand partner. Um, and the person who did it clearly didn't like the brand. And they posted on there, the grill dads have jumped the shark. So we responded with an animated GIF of the Fonz jumping the shark yeah. with a thumbs up, you know, and, and the person ended up hitting us back and saying, LOL, just, we just like to remind people that we don't take ourselves seriously enough to even have someone, you know, have that strong of an opinion. So we, we take it pretty, pretty lighthearted. So how do you build the knowledge base? I mean, to be on television you have to be credible. You have to know what you're talking about. People can sniff a fake out pretty easily. How active are you in making sure that you're on top of trends or how to cook a steak or FDA temperatures, things like this? You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. We're kind of students of the Food Network. You know, it's like we're one of those. We A lot of what we learned to cook, we learned by watching the Food Network. So now it's kind of interesting to be back on um, and, and giving that information back. But I mean, um, you know, like I said, we did guest executive chef takeovers, you know, we've done collabs with restaurants. Um, you know, we're constantly watching every single piece of cooking content that you can get out there. We're constantly reading books. Um, and you know, the thing is we're also comfortable with admitting when we don't know something. Um, if, you know, if we didn't know what the proper temperature was to take a ribeye off of the grill, people would probably call BS on us. Um, but when we go to a ramen restaurant, figuring out how to make uh, ramen broth that's been, uh, you know, braising for basically 48 to 50 hours, <laughs> we can come at that and be like, dude, this is I want to learn how to do this. This is awesome. And we can be honest about it because the food world wouldn't expect us um, without underselling our knowledge of food. They wouldn't expect us to be able to walk into a ramen place and tell a guy how to make uh, ramen broth, you know, so it, it's, it's a fine balance, but we, we, we feel pretty good about it. 
Mark Anderson joining me here on the show, thegrilldads.com, the website, at the Grill Dads on the Instagram, yep. so be sure to check them out there. End of the summer, end of July, I guess it was, you had a new season come out, and you guys were exploring comfort food. Yep. What does comfort food mean to you? Uh, to me, comfort food is the food you think about in an emotional situation. You've had a great day. You got a promotion at work. Something awesome happened. You're going to celebrate it. What is that visceral response? What is that food that pops in your head? Same thing. Had a crap day, you know, and you want to bury your uh, your terrible day in a giant pot of soup. French onion soup comes to mind. So it, it's really it's really the food that 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 gets you through the lows and the highs. And it's also things that are associated with big memories. Like for me, a lot of comfort food are things that my grandmother served while we were having family dinner with 20 aunts and uncles and cousins. And you're having such a great time that the food just sort of became a part of it. Um, the, the thing that was really interesting is, you know, comfort food, a lot of people think of, you know, grilled cheese and tomato soup, right? Um, but for us, what we wanted to go out and explore was comfort food means different things to different people. Um, and the one that blew my mind was uh, an Indian restaurant called Pondicherry in Houston. And they did um, uh, uh, tikka masala. No, not tikka masala. They did um, garam masala fried chicken. You know, they're, they're a family. who She came over from India, but her kids grew up here and her kids love American comfort food. And then they kind of mashed them together. And it was like, I mean, it was mind blowing. So it was really cool to see, you know, like uh, Latino cultures, Indian cultures, Italian cultures, and see all the different people and see what comfort food is. Are there going to be other topics that you guys are able to release during the course of the rest of the year? Or, I mean, is it always like, okay, so comfort food is going to end up and then you're going to have to figure out what to do next? I don't know. We have to figure out what's next. You know, we just did this last 13 months. We had three seasons of television on and it was super busy. You know, our next thing that we're going to work on is some judging and guest appearance stuff on uh, some of the other Food Network properties and then, you know, regroup in a little bit and figure out what's next. What are you guys seeing for grilling trends right now? We're pretty much through the year. We're going to be in October here in the next couple of days. Uh, over the course of this year, what have you seen kind of come up and take over as a trend? And maybe what have you seen that has been a trend that has dove off? Um, oh, gosh. So for me, you know, first of all, for us, and I'm sure you're in the same boat, it's really important to differentiate barbecue and grilling. Sure. So um, we love barbecue. You know, we love throwing some short rib plates on there, doing some brisket, whatever it is. Um, we love that. But um, our true love is grilling uh, and using the grill in a lot of situations where people normally don't. Uh, we're working on some Thanksgiving recipes right now where you could cook the entire Thanksgiving dinner outside. So uh, for, you know, for, for the Christmas dinner last year, we did smoked prime rib in the Traeger. Mm. We also cooked the Parker House rolls in the Traeger, and then we did apple crumble in the Traeger. Um, and trying to get people to think about the fact that these grills, pellet grills, gas grills, charcoal grills, whatever you have, it's another great heat source that should be used year-round. And it's not something just to throw some hot dogs and hamburgers on on July 4th. I mean, it really should be you know a part of daily use, in our opinion. I would imagine a question that you get asked a lot is, what grill should I buy or what cooker should I buy or I already have X, what should I do to, to add in? How do you answer that? 
Oh uh, man, I got to ask them a bunch of questions first about the kind of stuff that they like to cook. Um, you know, I was just talking to my uncle about this the other day. Um, he was thinking about getting a pellet grill. He lives way upstate New York for, um, you know, six, seven months a year. It's super cold. <laughs> right. It's really hard to cook a steak at 500 degrees on a pellet grill when you got to open the door to turn the steak. So, um, you know, for him, it's like, well, it can't, you can have it, but it can't be your only one if you want to grill outside during the winter. So, First, I love to talk to people about it, but you know, first thing first, you dive in and ask all sorts of questions. But for me, um, you know, having the the pellet grill um, and the um, a gas grill. I mean, I love having a gas grill there because I, I that's really great when you get home at six thirty at night and family's hungry and you want to do something quick. Um, you know, and charcoal. I mean, it's like those three together are sort of the trifecta. I'm kind of lucky now. I got a bunch of stuff at the house. I got a wood fired pizza oven. Uh, I have a art flame flat top mm. grill and, um, uh, you know, there's, there's seven grills that my wife said it's starting to look like a grill store, which by the way, I found out later, she did not mean as a compliment. Oh, really? <laughs> Guess what, Mark? Time for another wife. Watch out. Just kidding. Um, do you like the art flame? How do you like that? I got one myself. I have like one of the original classic forties. So I've had a lot uh, of experience. I, I've got it. the Euro 40. Yep. Um, it was a, a, it was a challenging process to get it seasoned. Um, and I think I was being a little bit heady about it, trying too hard to figure out. I think I overcomplicated it. Yep. Um, I did three burns on it to get seasoned and now it's my favorite thing in the world <laughs> specifically for breakfast. Um, so I'll the night before I'll go out clean it out. Uh, I put a little, one little lightable bag of charcoal down mm -hmm. and then I do some split cherry wood stack on it. And then the next morning, you know, in the morning I walk out one match, come back later, 20 minutes. I mean, the, the, the thing that's crazy about it, you can cook for like 30 people on that thing. You know, you can, you know, I, I think I got like 22 pancakes at a time plus, uh, two pounds of bacon. Um, so it's really huge. And there's something, especially in the fall, uh, you know, it was 44 degrees when I was cooking French toast on there last weekend, a little nip in the air, leaves are starting to change and you're standing outside cooking breakfast over a fire. It's pretty, pretty epic. Mark Anderson, half of the grill dads. Again, the website, thegrilldads.com on the Instagrams at the grill dads. Mark, really appreciate the conversation tonight. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. You got it. There he is. Mark Anderson. Watch him. On the Food Network and the Grill Deads, right? All Absolutely. guests appear via the Traeger Grill That's an interesting story. Mm -mm -mm. Yummy. One guy's in L.A., Mark's in Boise, and they meet where? Where does everybody else meet? Right here in Ohio. So what I took from that was Ryan went to Ohio University, but did he finish? I don't know if I got that. Anyway, thanks to Mark Anderson again for joining me. Great first time in. So hopefully he enjoyed himself and uh, we'll line him up again for future episodes. Belinda Hammond coming up next. Let me talk to you quickly about Big Papa Smokers, the one-stop online shop for all things barbecue and grilling related. Their curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies get you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Everything at Big Papa Smokers has been Pitmaster approved by Sterling Big Papa Ball himself. From the award-winning rubs and sauces to the American-made grills and smokers, Big Papa Smokers has everything you need to be a better outdoor cook. Whether you're in the backyard or a barbecue competition pro, 
Big Papa's has something for everybody. How about their rubs? Yeah, popular flavors, money. <laughs> popular flavors like sweet money, cattle prod, cash cow. All proven winners on the competition circuit and in the backyard. They also have teamed up with Simply Marvelous Barbecue to form the West Coast offense. That's kind of cornered the market over the last, I don't know, decade in competitive barbecue. They also own Granny's Barbecue Sauce. Aside from their premium selection of rubs and sauces, they also offer a great variety of pellet, charcoal, and wood cookers available. If you're looking for a versatile smoker that's easy to use, check out the Mac 2 Star General Pellet Cooker. Big Papa's Smokers is the exclusive Mac dealer. Even offers special packages. Not a fan of the pellet cooker? Fine. Take a look at the old Hickory Ace BP. It's the only charcoal smoker that Big Papa trusts to put on his competition trailer. If you're a backyard barbecue enthusiast like me, looking for a durable and versatile grill that will last forever, the M Grill from Texas is just what you need. They're built like tanks. Not sure what grill you need? Can't go wrong with everything featured at Big Papa Smokers. They have something for every kind of backyard cook and budget. It's clear, right, that Big Papa is the place to go for all things barbecue. If you have any questions, call them 877-828-0727 or visit the website BigPapaSmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A Smokers.com. Smithfield Talk, out of the break. Stick around. Be right back. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. And this portion is being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all your pellet-driven cookers. Visit CookinPellets.com for more information or to purchase... If you would like, you can also visit Amazon.com and purchase Cookin' Pellets. Don't forget to download their app. It's a free app. Alerts you with great shipping. Also, all the other stuff. Links to some of their product videos. Real nice stuff. All right, my next guest, a senior account manager with Edge Marketing, and uh, they have teamed with Smithfield on a number of great events and projects. Many of you have been asking me about the Smithfield Grant Program the Committed Cooks program, and, of course, the new Smoking with Smithfield National Barbecue Championship that was just announced at the American Royal a couple weeks ago. Lots to cover. So let's go ahead and race to the hotline and welcome friend of show, Belinda Hammond. Belinda, how are you? Hi. Hi, Greg. I'm great, thanks. How are you? I'm doing absolutely fabulous. Appreciate you making time for the show, as always. So, uh, first things first, right, before we get into the grant program and the Committed Cook program for 2019, this weekend coming up is the second installment of the Smithfield Classic, which takes place in Richmond, Virginia. So a little background about that event and what makes it unique and what people can expect if they're going to be tooling around and visiting. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're excited to move the second year of this event over to Richmond um, to grow our consumer-facing activation a little bit. We know the Richmond area has a awesome food truck scene, so we have partnered with some of those great food trucks and sent them a bunch of Smithfield Prime pork loins. Mm. So they're going to be featuring those loins for some of their own versions of recipes, so that should be a lot of fun. Obviously, we'll be having the Smithfield Classic um, competition all day Saturday. We've got a, about 50 teams coming from 
around the area and a little, a few from even further, say as far as Texas, who are going to come in, um, who are all anxiously hoping they're going to be that team that gets the auto draw to King of the Smoker. So we're super excited to bring everybody in and have a hopefully very nice weekend. Are there going to be any like famed barbecue and grilling celebrities? Oh, uh, a few gentlemen you might have heard of. I'm not sure if you uh, if you know Mr. Tuffy Stone, Maybe. who was recently inducted into Maybe. the Hall of Fame. Might have heard of him. You know, in passing. Yeah, I think he should be there. That's we should right. see him and 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 a certain Sterling Ball. Might really? Oh boy! Well. Oh boy! Yeah. Look at the Commonwealth. And we have a few other tricks up my sleeve, but we've nice. got we've got a fabulous group of people who are going to be out there. Um, a few who've cooked it last year and just told me in the past couple of weeks how much they enjoy the classics. So I know that we're going to have an awesome time with everybody who's out there. Is it a decent venue to go, like if you're not competing, but you're just kind of a, a John or Jake that might be tooling around? Is it a spectator-friendly event, would you say? Absolutely. We hope to make that um, really enjoyable for any any age, any variety of consumer. It's at the Richmond Raceway. Um, so you can stop on yes. over to the campground side of the raceway, and we're going to be out there from 12 p.m. till 6 p.m. Our awards begin at, at 5 p.m., so you're invited to come out, see some demos, um, try some samples, of course, of some Smithfield products, um, and get in on the action, have some fun. We're going to have a good time, and I hope everybody can try a little bit of barbecue for themselves. So Smithfield has really done a lot as far as investing money into barbecue in general. And of course, the two things that we're going to be talking about next are great examples of that. The first one is the grant program that has been very hotly applied for and uh, revered to get the, yes, you're going to get it. So uh, (laughs) let's talk a little bit about the grant program and what it does for contests. And then obviously what the 2019 version of that will look like. Absolutely. So we are excited to be having this opportunity again for 2019. Um, like you mentioned, these are live on smokingwithmithfield.com. So you can go ahead and start applying now. Um, we want to continue to grow events so that some of those individuals who are just getting into cooking get an opportunity to hear their name called. We want to pay out to the 10th position overall and the 10th position in every category. It just really it drives home the messaging of barbecue is unified and how we want to get more teams involved, get more teams out there cooking and hopefully encourage them to keep coming back because obviously we're all in this together. We all love barbecue. We have a passion for this sport um, and it can be discouraging and we know, we all know how expensive it can be. So the opportunity for those teams um, to take home extra prize money um, for us to work in close range with these amazing events. I was so fortunate to meet a good number of event organizers um, last weekend at the American Royal. Such wonderful people, and I'm just so proud of how the program has grown. So we can't wait to do it again for 2019. Is there any, like if, if let's say, the Barbecue Central event, the barbecue event, got a grant last year, um, does reapplying guarantee that I would get it again? Like if you get it once, will you get it again? Or it's always random each and every year? Well, I wouldn't say it's random necessarily. Obviously, we look for an event who's done a great job promoting the Smithfield brand, who's been able to help us with that messaging of growing their competition and paying out to that 10th place overall and in all the categories. Um, But there's absolutely no reason that we wouldn't consider an event that was a 2018 recipient of the 2019. So I always encourage the events to apply again. 
Um, of course, we have to look at the country as a whole and see where holes might exist and where we want to spend our funds. And we'll obviously evaluate each individual application. Um, but, but no, I mean, no bars held. Everyone is invited to apply and we'll look forward to seeing them. Belinda, let's quickly talk also about the 2019 committed cooks program because a lot of people love to you know spend a little to get a lot. Obviously, it's able to show Smithfield from hats and some other swag and gear. So, how is uh, a that the same, and how might it look uh, from a different standpoint on 2019? Absolutely. So, we are also live with that 2019 committed cooks program. Um, you guys probably remember last year the limit of 500 teams. The first 500 who sign up get the involvement, get the participation, and get the swag kits. The kits will be, again, um, brand new swag. We'll update a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And some things might look the same. Obviously, we have the fan favorites. Um, and, of course, the value on that kit is going to be well over $100. Um, so while there is a $25 sign-up fee, um, that's mostly covering your shipping. And then we'll get those goodies out to you. Then you're part of the club. You're, you're in the committed cooks for 2019. So then starting in January, when you start racking up those wins, we're going to continue our 2019 program, the same one we did this year, walk-in with Smithfield, where we encourage teams to come back after their first place wins in ribs and pork and come report those with a photo and tell me about your win. Um, I heard it from the crowds time and time again. We love the chairs. We love the wagons. So um, we're going to simplify our prizes. We'll probably have chairs, wagons, maybe a few other goodies. But those are those high-dollar items um, that you want to have at your footprints when you're out at a cook. So um, hopefully everybody can get their chance and get their shot at earning one um, one of those director's chairs. All right, so head over to smokinwithsmithfield.com. You can sign up for both, or you can apply for the grant program right now. You can also sign up for the Committed Cooks program, 500 tops. Uh, by the way, the grant program has uh, dumped in 300000 overall to purses in those contests that it's participated in, correct? That's correct. That's yep, right. this will be year three. We can't nice. believe it. Unbelievable. All right, so yeah. let's spend the, <laughs> the balance of the time in this segment talking about the new thing that was unveiled over the American Royal that was the Smithfield National Barbecue Championship. So, uh, you know, we want to attack it from a couple, a couple different angles, but let's talk a little bit about, uh, A, how it was formed, maybe how long it was in the works, and then, of course, what it is. Awesome. Well, we are so, so excited. The whole Smithfield team and our supporters are really pumped about this new Smoke with Smithfield National Barbecue Championship. Um, we're looking to unify barbecue. Obviously, we all know some of those competitions that can get um, challenging or difficult or just leave you with a sour taste. And we, we want to bring everybody together. So this isn't about one sanctioning body or one specific event. This is about barbecue as a whole. So we're bringing the major sanctioning bodies together um, for a year-long points chase and a playoff where we'll bring the top 24 teams in the country together we're going to bring everybody to New Orleans in December of 2019 for a head-to-head championship where we're going to find out who's the best in barbecue. All right, so from a uh, – let me re-ask. This is open to any sanctioning body, um, or, or I guess the better question is let's talk about how teams, regardless of sanctioning body, are going to accumulate points in order to try and get to that final 24. Absolutely. So we're working with the major sanctioning bodies across the country, and we have built our own 
um, algorithm through a third party, a neutral third party, who is going to help us to create a new ranking system that um, basically allows those different sanctioning bodies to speak the same language. Um, so then beginning in January of 2019, teams, regardless of registration, can come back and see where they rank within the country amongst everyone. So it doesn't matter if you're KCBS, IBCA, you're going to get to see where you rank amongst your friends. So, um, but we would encourage all teams to register. Again, it's on soapmissmithfield.com. Um, we are going to require that you register if you are seeing that you are going to be in that top 24. Only those teams who are registered will be able to compete in that playoff. So, um, it's the same application you'll see on the website, just a few basic pieces of information. But again, we're inviting everyone to sign up um, and come see where you rank. All right, so uh, if you are lucky enough to get in that top 24, you get the invite to go to New Orleans, how does it set up from there to determine an ultimate winner? So we're going to have a three-round playoff, single elimination playoff, um, and we're going to bring those teams all together. So it'll, it'll be 24 teams the first day, um, and then down to the 12, and then down to six. So um, we're really excited to build that out more, and more details and more exciting news about that to come later. Uh, Belinda, do you have any... Um, uh, I don't want you to pick a favorite team. Uh, well, let me, ask, <laughs> let, me ask a, let me ask a better question here. As you unveil this at the American Royal... You start getting feedback mm-hmm. from the teams like, who is, I mean, do you just hear from everybody that, hey, this is a great idea and we're going to be interested? And I mean, it kind of allows people to, to pick and choose or not feel like they have to go to X event or Y event in order to make sure that they're uh, being slotted properly. They can just go to the events that maybe are already fitting into the schedule that they have pounded out for next year. And then they also have a little extra time to decide, hey, I like where I'm slotted. Now I go ahead and, and make sure I'm registered on that end so I can eventually qualify for that top 24. But overall, that uh, that reception uh, after announcement is good? Absolutely. So I was really fortunate during the American Royal to get to meet a bunch of different teams from across the country. Um, I visited my good friend Darren um, at his tenderloin lunch prior to his amazing American yeah. Royal win right. on Sunday. Um, but we, I was able to talk with a bunch of different teams um, during that lunch and just amazing reception. People are so excited. They, they all want to talk about barbecue as a whole, as a country. And that's what we want too, unified national champion. So warm, warm receptions. Couldn't be happier with how everyone's, um, how everyone's responding. Um, and then you asked also about, um, you know, how are you going to see this? How it's going to feel? So obviously we're going to have everybody, you know, start this off in January. Now I should remind everyone that the dates of the bracket, rather the dates of the point sheet started September 1st. So this is already happening. You're already in it, whether you knew it or not. Um, and it's going to run all the way through August 31st of 2019. However, that registration cutoff is going to be July 1st of 2019. So you might see that you're looking pretty good, but going into Royal or whatever next fall, um, we, we're going to encourage those signups by July 1st just to really see where that top 24 is going to fall out. When you get to New Orleans, when you get to the last day and you hear your name called as overall grand championship, what do you win? Yeah, we have a prize purse of up to fifty thousand so dollars. I, I know like that green. really. Love yeah, it. nice. That's a good payout. 
It is. It is. We're really excited about that. Obviously, this has been in the works for quite some time. There's been a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that's gone into this. Um, and we're really proud of that purse. So um, hopefully that's going to encourage registration. Um, and don't worry, we've got a few more tricks up our sleeve and a few more surprises to come throughout the year. So while $50,000 hopefully gets you excited now, we're going to please be sure to check back and check out Smoking with Smithfield throughout the year. Uh, one last question, Blynn, and I'll let you go. Uh, when you're putting this together, is this solely a Smithfield-driven program, or do you pull in, uh, I don't know, like trusted barbecue people or, or competitors that are currently out there that are a little bit forward-thinking to help you solidify this program before you unroll it? Yeah, I mean, this has been in the works for such a long time. There's been lots of people to touch it, and lots of just brilliant minds have come together to really make a wonderful program. Um, you know, I know we wouldn't be here without the amazing support and leadership we have over at Smithfield, so I couldn't be more happy about the program we've all created together. All right, so it's going right now. So if you're competing and Live. all this fun, and you have a great year already potentially planned for that, I mean, I know we have number of months to go before the end of 2018 but if you're already starting to look in 2019 for competition and things in places that you want to go you're all ready to go just got to be registered by july 1st and uh, we'll see where everything shakes out so um belinda always appreciate the time thanks so much for talking about the grant program the committed cooks program and the new smithfield national barbecue championship really appreciate the time tonight thanks so much Thanks, Greg. Have a good night. You got it. Thank you. There she is. It's Belinda Hammond. Right there. No doubt about it. Oh, here we go. All guests appear via the Traeger Grills hotline. What is going on? Telling you right now, my Sam Broadcaster is getting ready to dump, it looks like. It's troubling me to no end. Halfway through that interview, I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. The show could crater. All right, smokingwithsmithfield.com. That's smokingwithsmithfield.com. You can sign up for the grant program, committed cooks program. Both are open right now. You can apply for the grant program right now. You can sign up for the committed cooks program. Again, 25 bucks. Get you the box, covers the shipping, and then you get all the good stuff that's in it. I'll talk to you quickly about Traeger Grills. Behind every great meal, there is a great grill, but not just any grill, a Traeger grill. And the Timberline is Traeger's most advanced grill yet. It allows you to grill, smoke, bake, roast, braise, and barbecue like a pro, no matter what your level, thanks to the incredible wood fire taste. Seriously, you don't know flavor till you're cooking with it. Traeger grills use all-natural hardwood pellets, so you're literally cooking with flavor. From low and slow smoked ribs to a seared steak, even a baked apple pie, Traeger's can handle it all. And the Traeger Timberline makes it even easier thanks to the Wi-Fi capability. You can check on your cooks, kick up temperatures, and set custom cook cycles anytime, anywhere, all right from your phone through the Traeger app. Find one at a local Traeger dealer near you or check them out online at TraegerGrills.com. Want to beef up that barbecue game? Yes, you do. Traeger Shop Class is going coast to coast, bringing barbecue knowledge and amazing wood-fired foods everywhere they go. Taught by professional pitmasters, you'll take home all the skills you need to reach barbecue glory and be the king of the cul-de-sac. Find a shop class. Class? Find a shop class. Find a shop class near you and sign up today by visiting TraegerGrills.com slash shop class. That's TraegerGrills.com slash shop class. All right, we will be back to wrap the first hour. Stick around. We'll be right back.
Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. Thanks again to Belinda Hammond for joining me, senior marketing at our senior account manager at Marketing in Smithfield. Once again, smithfield.com. Or I'm sorry, Smokin, S-M-O-K-I-N, smokinwithsmithfield.com. September 1st, the beginning of this month, started the National Barbecue Championship that Smithfield just unveiled. That goes until August 31st. However, if you are a team that is slotted in that top 24 segment, you want to make sure that you are registered, officially registered by July 1st in order to take part in that uh, final, I guess it would be a two or three day free for all down in New Orleans. Again, that's the top 24 teams going on there. And then it looks like there's going to be a day of competition eliminating to X amount of teams and then another day of competition eliminating to X amount of teams. Then you have the final amount of teams going on that last day for an overall champion. $50,000 in prize purse to be handed out. So we'll see how that goes. According to folks at the Royal, very everybody's very excited about that, too. Also, thanks to Mark Anderson, half of the Grill Dads, for coming on. TheGrillDads.com and at the Grill Dads on Instagram. You can check them out. As he said, they're more grill guys than slow and low guys. Now, I do happen to know that they have a Traeger that they use quite a bit. Now, where I will disagree with Mark just a little bit as far as being able to grill on the pellet cookers, I mean, I don't necessarily grill on pellet cookers anyway because I have a grill and multiple other cookers that I can take advantage of if need be. But if you have it insulated right or you have it out of the weather, you can't have it all out of the weather, of course, because it's a live fire implement. There's some ways to cheat around it. Maybe a welder's blanket, something along these lines. I think Green Mountain Grills actually makes a insulated cover that goes over the hood. So you can grill, but if you're like me, and you're like most of us, why stop at one? Let's have many different cooking vessels. All right, okay. John Dawson, grilling is barbecue. According to Meathead, you're absolutely right. I'll still make a little bit of a delineation. Hot and fast grilling, indirect heat, barbecue, but you know, we're not going to get into that. That's like seven, ten years old. That was a great conversation when it was happening ten years ago. All right, we will wrap the first hour and point to the second. If you're listening and watching the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central Network. Stick around. We'll be right back. 